Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for school, rock school, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. You ha- you got to have this song from 1901. <laughs> well, has anybody recorded it? Yeah, but the 1901 version is so much better. How do you know? <laughs> Class is in. Rock School Radio Show, broadcasting from the campus Southeastern Louisiana University. We know it's Louisiana because it has now been raining for 150 days. Oh, yeah, and there's at least 10 more to go. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to the 160 days. I'd make an arc joke, but that's (laughs) been done way, way too much. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. Okay, so as the rain goes on, you remember last week I gave you heck for falling asleep on me because I was, you made fun of one of my techies. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not going to do that techie one this week. Oh, good. Yeah, what do you mean, oh, good? (laughs) You mean, oh, good. I stayed up kind of late last night. So okay, I'm fair tired. enough. This one's a little easier. Are you familiar at all with the National Recording Registry, which is mm. part of the National Recording Preservation Board, the NRPB, ladies and gentlemen? No. Have no idea what that is? None. You know the government has these little things set aside where it decides, or I, I guess you'll hear through this, that people decide what is the greatest book or what books should be preserved, okay. what plays should be preserved. Well, they do the same thing with music. Oh, okay, cool. Every year since 2002, the government national recording registry mm-hmm. has decided to protect, I guess if you would, to register, uh-huh. to set aside not just songs, but audio Oh, this should be interesting. Sometimes it's speeches. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's famous audio like Neil Armstrong on the moon. Okay. That kind of thing. But a lot of times it is music. It's songs. And the government has set aside this. And I'll tell you where it came from. And if you want, I'll show you the law. And you can go and read it. It's spectacularly exciting. If you want to not fake fall asleep, (laughs) but really fall asleep, go ahead and read this. But the National Recording Registry... Every year since 2002 has said these are the songs, the sounds that are uniquely American and should be protected by the government and the people of the United States. Please tell me there's not a lot of YouTube on there. No, it's not YouTube. It's it's the it's audio of it. Okay. It is just the simple audio of it. And the reason we're doing it is because March 25th, I should have done this earlier, their last list came out. Oh, okay, cool. Right, and I have that list here. In fact, I have all the lists from all the years, and I'll explain what this thing is. And if you say to yourself, well, they won't do anything I want to do, what's because you haven't suggested anything? And I'll tell you how to suggest something. I'll tell you how to nominate a song. We'll do all of that. So it's the National Recording Registry for an hour. I have the list that came out March 25th, 2015. It was revised on March 27th. I don't know what the difference (laughs) was, but here's one that was on the list. 
Sly and the Family Stone, their album Stand, was mm-hmm. put on the list from 1969. Oh. Why do we want that? Well, it contains the single Everyday People. Oh, I'm good with that. Here it is on Rock School. National Recording Registry here on Rock School. Now, here is the the straight poop, the lowdown. Okay. All right. Each year since 2002, the National Recording Registry, which is the National Recording Preservation Board, and members of the public nominate songs to be, I guess, protected, if you mm-hmm. will. I, I don't know what that means. I guess they throw them into a big vault somewhere. And or, save the originals? I guess. Uh, it says here, the depth and breadth of the nominations received highlights the richness, richness of the nation's audio legacy and underscores the importance <laughs> of assuring the long-term preservation at the legacy for future generations. What it comes down to is this. Here are the statistics. The first four yearly lists, starting in 2002, had 50 selections. However, since 2006, only 25 recordings have been selected annually. So do the math. 964, carry the one. Mm -hmm. That's 425 recordings have been preserved in the registry since 2014. Okay. If you're interested, taking a look at the songs from this year, 2014, the Vernacular Wax Cylinder Recordings at the University of California Santa Barbara Library. I was just humming those on the way in today, (laughs) weren't you? Mm. Uh, The Benjamin Ives Gilman Collection from the 1893 World Columbian Exposition at Chicago is also on there. Okay. Yeah, and then we start getting into some things you might know. Uh, Black Snake Moan, uh, Black Snake Moan, and Matchbox Blues by Blind Lemon Jefferson. Okay. Uh, Accentuate the Positive, Johnny Mercer, Kiss Me Kate, original album. Mm-hmm. John Brown's Body by Tyrone Power, My Funny Valentine by the Jerry Mulligan Quartet. Okay. Sixteen Tons, uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford. I'm not listing them all. I'm just giving you ones you probably know. New Orleans Sweet Emma Barrett and her Preservation Hall Jazz Band. I wanted to bring one of those, but the songs are all between 7 and 11 minutes long. Uh, and it okay. would just take too big of a munch mm-hmm. right out of the uh, out of the show. The Doors album, obviously, huh. by The Doors. Steve Martin's A Wild and Crazy Guy. Oh, that's fun. Sesame Street, all-time platinum favorites. OK Computer. Radiohead, and The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Oh, that's a good one. And Fanfares for the Uncommon Woman by the Colorado Symphony Orchestra. And again, I didn't list all 25. Yeah, but that's kind of all. It shows all the different, you know, right. types. And, and anybody who wants can go ahead and say, here, I want to give this piece of music. Now, there has to be a board that votes on it, and there right. has to be, you know, if one thing, one piece of music, one piece of audio mm-hmm. sort of dives forward, I'm sure that gives it more weight. Okay. You know, if there's one guy way in, you know, way up in the Northeast who's screaming, you know, <laughs> I want this band, and it's nobody anybody's heard of, it probably mm-hmm. doesn't care. <laughs> All right, coming out of Ben E. King.
King. Let me tell you where all this started. The mm-hmm. National Recorded Sound Preservation Study and Plan. That's what started it all off. Okay. As mandated by public law. Okay, here it is. Come in, Write this down. Ready? Public Law 106-474. Oh, okay? I have it. I sure, you got down. that down? I'm mm-hmm. sure you can download the PDF because I started to read it and fell right <laughs> to sleep. Sure. The Library of Congress, in consultation with the National Recording Preservation Board, conducted a study on the current state of recorded sound preservation. How'd you like to be the guy who conducted that study? <laughs> what do you do? I mean, go, hey, do you like music? Yeah, I like music. Okay, we should do this. Uh, the goal of the study was to raise public and private recognitions of the importance of recorded sound and then to take that sound and in some way protect it. Okay, that makes sense. These sounds should be protected in some way. Mm -hmm. Public hearings were held in Los Angeles and New York City in 2006 uh, and 2006 later on, November and uh, December, and information was gathered. However, they started picking up music in 2002, mm-hmm. and then these public hearings were held. The results of the study were used to draft a comprehensive plan for national audio preservation programs. Mm-hmm. So there. Instead of going back to this year's list, here is the very first year. Now, remember, there's 50 The first year. I can't just list all 50. So here are some of the recordings that from the very first year. The Mm -hmm. Edison Exhibition Cylinders. These are the first recordings, period. Okay. You can't argue with that. you got to have those. Uh, Dance Mania by Tito Puente. Okay, I'll buy that. Casey at the Bat by DeWolf Hopper. That's a reading of the poem on early radio. Okay. Okay, that makes sense to Mm -hmm. me. How High the Moon, Les Paul and Mary Ford. Okay, fine. The Crash of the Hindenburg. That's that, oh, the humanity. Mm -hmm. Again, that... I, I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. FDR's fireside chats. That's again. Neat. I can't argue with that. The uh, God Bless America recording by Kate Smith. The Free Will and Bob Dylan by Bob okay. Dylan. Da, 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 da. Moving down here. Uh, ragtime compositions by Scott Joplin. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody in Blue. George Gershwin. That makes okay. sense. To, to, to this land is your land, Woody Guthrie. Oh, yes. See, I don't disagree with anything that's on this list. Mm-hmm. The original recording of Who's On First by Abbott and Costello. Aww. See, yeah, that that's stuff should be on there. The Sun Recording Sessions, Elvis Presley. Oh, I knew that had to be on there. Sure. Orson Welles' recording of War <gasps> of the Worlds. That's phenomenal. See, these are the things that should be on here. These right. I, you know, Usually when the government does something, mm-hmm. you look at it and you go, oh, seriously? I think they're doing this correct. You kind of wonder why they waited till 2002 to do this. Oh, wow. I agree completely. Also, The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious oh, Five. Oh, yes. I'm really <laughs> pleased with this list. And the one we're going to play, Aretha Franklin. Respect. Wonderful. Yay. You're on Rock School. All right, coming into the first break just a little bit early. Let's nominate it. I yeah. want to put a song in, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, your husband was in a band called Nod. Correct. And you just know for a fact Oh, that yeah. Put Nod in there. Put Nod right. in there. All <laughs> over the United States, there are people in cruddy little bar bands all mm-hmm. over the place. Well, my bar band should be in there because we're going to change the world, man. <laughs> you, you'd know that's they have to deal with that oh, yeah. all the time. And they also have to deal with, you know, there's this singer who lives under a bridge in New Orleans. <laughs> and, you know, he's so great. 
you they have to sift through that. So right. I'm sure number of nominations per piece of music has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that you won't understand what they go through until you're on the committee uh-huh. and are bombarded. But when you read the list, and it's real simple, just simply go to National Recording Registry. How do I get there? Google it. Right. And they let you download in PDF form. Mm-hmm. Every song by year, by category, by um There has chronological to be a starting criteria, year. though. There has to be. Well, here is what it says. Everyone is welcome to submit nominations to the National Recording Registry. Nominations are forwarded to the Librarian of the Congress of the National Recording Preservation Board for consideration. Okay. Individuals may submit up to 50 nominations per year. Please include in your nominations as much information about the recording as possible. See, that scares me because that's when you get people that write dissertations on Van Halen. You know, all nominations should include recording artists, title, Mm -hmm. record, label, name, number for published recordings, and a brief but specific description. Well, don't tell me as much information as possible (laughs) and then use the word brief. Uh, for published or unpublished broadcast recordings. Mm-hmm. Nominations should also incle- include a very brief justification. <laughs> All recordings selected by the Librarian of Congress for inclusion in the registry will be listed in the Federal Register as required by law. Due to the number of submissions, anticipated nominations will not be acknowledged. So you're not going to get an email back. You're not going to get a letter. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got it. It's not going to happen. Nominations must meet the recording registry selection criteria. And I'll tell you what the criteria Mm -hmm. for that is. So if you want, if you're dying to do this, again, you can simply Google the, you know, the nominations of this through the National Recording Registry and tell them exactly what music you think should be in it. The first thing I would do is go and look at the list of songs because you'll be shook at how much rock is already on there. Well, I want Nirvana to be on there. Guess what? It's already there. So, you know, I want this to be on there. You might want to look just to make sure it's there Mm because obviously if it's there, yours is going to be thrown out straight away. I think I hear a rock school submission coming. I think we might want to put this podcast in there. I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen a podcast yet. Ah. So maybe maybe this will be the first. So <laughs> we'll talk about what the criteria are here in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hello, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Thanks, Lovely. guys. Lovely. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute here on the radio program. <laughs> All right, coming out of the break, let's play one from the 2013 list of songs that went in. We're going to play Caldonia from Louis Jordan. That was back from 1945. Here are some of those that went in from 2013. Brother, Can You Spare a Dime? That's Bing Crosby from 1932. Okay. The Carnegie Hall concert with Buck Owens and his Buckaroos. (laughs) Why not? Kathy's Clown, Everly Brothers. Oh, that's so funny. Do, 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 do. Fortunate Son, Creedence Clearwater Revival, the Good single. One. Hallelujah, Jeff Buckley. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Heart Like a Wheel, Linda Ronstadt, hmm. the Linda Ronstadt version. Night at Birdland, Art Blakely. 
only visiting this planet, Larry Norman. The presidential recordings of LBJ. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why not? The Sweeney Todd recording, Stephen Sondheim. Okay. The uh, Texas Sharecropper and Songster by Mance Lipscomb. What else do I have on here? Theme from Shaft, Isaac Hayes <laughs> from 1971. Fantastic. Yeah, I got to have that. Let me give you one more, and then we'll play the song. <laughs> There's nothing else on here. Oh, yeah. How about you 2 The Joshua Tree. Oh, okay. That's on there. Yep. And the one I say we were going to play from 1945, Louis Jordan, Caledonia. And I'm telling you, Louis Jordan, rock bands look like rock bands today because of Louis Jordan. Hmm. Give it a listen. When you're done, go, oh, okay. That's right about where rock started. Right here on Rock School. Coming out of Louis Jordan, a little bit of rock and roll, early rock and roll, 1945 for you. You so had a question. a question. I was going to say, you look like you have a question. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, why those presidential records? LBJ? Yeah, why yeah. him? I don't know, because somebody wanted it. Hmm. Just that. I mean, we've got the fireside chats from World War II. LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, would have uh-huh. been during the Vietnam War. Okay, well that makes that makes a little more yeah. sense. I mean, we could we could go all the way back to the original recordings of the presidential um, the presidential results being announced by KDKA Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which is supposedly the first broadcast of a commercial radio station. Oh, okay. So I mean, you could pull that down. Well, why not the Nixon? You know, tapes. Right. Well, the Nixon tapes, if I'm not mistaken, are already protected by the Library of Congress. So why put them here, too? Uh, Under something else. Right. So, again, like I said, if you're on this committee, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to run into all of these concerns. If it's already protected somebody somewhere else, why put it here? Mm -hmm. So you and again, what's what is it's only a matter of time before you're going to start to get people pitching things that were YouTube only. Uh, yeah, that that was my concern. Yeah, it's I, I don't know that it's a concern. Uh, I hate to say uh-huh. this because it's going to make a lot of rock people go, Ugh, but you're probably going to want a few people that were YouTube sensations. You're going to want a Carly Jessup or you're going to want a or Jemson or however you say her last name uh-huh. or a Justin Bieber or something like that. I'm thinking of the random guys like the Chocolate Rain guy. and Exactly. You're going to want some representation for future generations mm-hmm. because YouTube isn't going to be around forever or it's going to morph yeah. into something else. And 30 years from now, someone's going to look back and go, there was a point in time where you could put your song up on this thing called YouTube <laughs> and there was a real chance that people could hear it and it could become the hit of the day. Right. I mean it happened seldom. It was like winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever wins except somebody does. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's you go on YouTube, there's a million bands that are, you know, trying to take a shot at right. it. But every so often we throw a hero up the pop chart. Mm-hmm. And Carly Rae, Jepson, Jupson, however you say her last name, uh, and Justin Bieber and a couple other people went right up the chart. You're also probably going to get some people who who won on these singing contest shows. 
Oh, these these yeah, things are going to die away. Mm-hmm. You know I what hope I mean? So. I've never been a big fan of them. Yeah, I, they get cruel to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're probably going to get uh, somebody's probably already given a, a recording of what's his name, the the guy who was always wears the black T-shirt, who's really nasty. Oh, Simon. Simon Cowell. Okay. Right. You know why not? It's it became a. It was a thing. Yeah, it became a thing for a long <laughs> time. There's a there's a a soccer announcer. Uh, he's not American. That's the only thing, so that may keep it out. But mm-hmm. he screams, goal, when somebody scores. Okay. Goal. It became a thing. Yeah. Why not? Because you know. we don't have room for all things. That's why don't we? Why. It's it's audio. Yeah, I guess so. Why don't we? But it's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's time to stop. You know, we only let in four or five. Why? <laughs> why can't you let in ten this year? Yeah. I guess they like the fight as much as anything. Okay, we're going to play Smokestack Lightning from 2009. Here are some other songs from 2009. Horse uh, album, actually. Horses, Patti Smith. Do, 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 do. The LOC Marine Corps Combat Field Recordings. Hmm. I was, again, humming that on the way in. <laughs> Coal Miner's Daughter, Loretta Lynn. Makes sense. The Band. The Band. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Today, Mississippi John Hurt. Buy that. Tutti Fruity, Little Richard. Oh, yeah. Um, Gypsy, the uh, recording. Uh, Bill Cosby, I started out as a child. I own that. <laughs> I own that. It's a comedy album. One more before I play the song. I'm going down. Uh, the Little Engine That Could, read by Paul Wing. Aww. So there. Smokestack Lightning, Alan Wolf, Rock School. Well, we're a little late into the bottom of the hour because of our little dissertation on what should go in. Mm-hmm. While the song was playing, though, how about this? Why not famous quotes from movies? Uh-huh. Samuel L. Jackson. Right. I want these mother effing snakes off this mother effing plane. The thing is... I can pick better ones. Well, there's a cinema, you know, registry. Oh, okay. So the audio from cinema probably wouldn't work. I was thinking the Samuel L. Jackson reading of, you know, go the to sleep oh go the blank to sleep uh-huh. yeah well that would work <laughs> yeah and i i wonder also if if it's one a if you're on the committee and the recording has already won a grammy or an american music award or something like that does mm-hmm. that make it so we don't want to put it in because it's mm-hmm. already treasured somewhere else yeah, you know I what i mean so. if the song has won an oscar like, for, for example, I don't remember the song. It was the Selma song. I don't remember the name of it, but the, mm. the movie from the, the song from Selma, it may even be Haven't called Selma. It. But it, it won the Oscar this year. Oh, yeah. If we submitted that, mm-hmm. would it get picked up? Because, well, no, we don't want it because, look, it's won an Oscar. So there's no reason for us to put it in this registry because it's in that right. registry. Nothing against the song. Right. It's just not in the right registry. 
So there there we go. All right, let's do seven days, 70 seconds, bottom of the hour. Names first. My name is Joe Burns. You are. Morning, Gregoire. These are the rock and roll dates, April 13th all the way through April 19th. I believe you have Monday. Go. April 13th, 1993, the first Aerosmith Day was observed in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts after the band were given their very own holiday. April 14, 1976, Motown Records and Stevie Wonder announced the largest contract renewal to date. $13 million. Worth every penny. Mm. April 15th, 1967, Nancy Sinatra and Frank Sinatra started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with Something Stupid. Saying something stupid like, I love you. <laughs> April 16th, 1977, David Soul, one half of the TV cop show, stars Kim Hodge, goes on to number one in the U.S. singles chart with Don't Give Up On Us, Baby. <laughs> oh, sappy sweet. Go ahead. April 17, 1960, touring in the UK, 21-year-old U.S. singer Eddie Cochran was killed when the taxi he was traveling in crashed into a lamppost on Roden Hill, Chippenham, Wiltshire. Good for you. You said that as if it was just like Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) April 18, 1975, four Bay City Roller fans were taken to the hospital and 35 others required on-site treatment after they attempted to swim across a lake to meet their heroes. Yeah. April 9th. Well, it's the big giant bell-bottom pants. It just <laughs> sucked, sucked them down. right down. <laughs> April 19th, 1980, R.E.M. plays their first gig as R.E.M. at the 1111 Coffee Club, Athens, Georgia, to 150 people. Okay, let us go to 2010. These songs came in. Uh, Three Feet High and Rising, De La Soul. It's the girl, the Boswell sisters. Tipitina, Professor Longhair. Uh-huh. Trout Mask Replica, Captain Beefheart and his magic band. The VOA Jazz Radio Broadcasts, Willis Conover. Take me out to the ball game. Makes sense. Yeah. Stand by your man, Tammy Wynette. Mm-hmm. Give me one more here before. Do we not have play Happy Birthday in there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, recordings of the Ish, the last Yahi Indian by Ish. And then finally, the one we're going to play, Henry Mancini, the theme from Peter Gunn <laughs> here on Rock School. All right, coming out of Peter Gunn, let's talk about the criteria. You want to put this song in here? Yes, I'm making my list. Here we go. To put songs into the National Recording Registry, the song must be culturally, historically, or aesthetically important. Huh? I don't know. How is a song aesthetically (laughs) important? That song looks great. Uh, It has to inform or reflect life in the United States. Makes sense. Fine. Good enough. For purposes of the recording selection, sound recording is defined as the work that results from the fixation of music, spoken, or other sounds, but not from a moving image work. So that kills film right there. Unless it is available as an autonomous sound recording or is the only extant component of the work. So YouTube YouTube works. Mm -hmm. Recordings can be a single item or group of items, so a single or an album, published or unpublished, may contain music, non-music, spoken word, or broadcast. Rockstar. Recordings will not be considered 
if no copy of the recording exists. <laughs> like you, my cousin that has right. this great original song. You know that's in there because people do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you ha- you got to have this song from 1901. <laughs> well, has anybody recorded it? Yeah, but the 1901 version is so much better. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? No recording should be denied inclusion into the National Recording Registry because that recording has already been preserved. Oh, so I'm wrong about that. Oh, okay. So if it's already got an Oscar, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it has a shot at it. No recording is eligible for inclusion into the National Recording Registry until 10 years after the recording's creation. Oh, So you got to wait 10 years. You can submit by email, fax, or snail mail. And again, look up National Recording Registry, and all of that information is on there. Yeah, it's still very broad, though. Oh, I agree. Just about anything you want to put in there Mm -hmm. can be put in there. From the 2011 list, Charlie Brown Christmas, Vince something or other trio. I've never known how to pronounce his last name. Coat of Many Colors, Dolly Parton. Okay. Booker T and the MGs, Green Onion. Mm-hmm. I want to be a cowboy sweetheart, Patsy Montana. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Parliament, Mothership Connection, Ten Cents a Dance, Ruth Etting, and Barton Hall concert at Cornell University, The Grateful Dead. But the one we're going to play, Bo Diddley, original hand Bo Diddley, here in Rock School. All right, coming to the second break here on Rock School, we want to hear something that's going to break your heart about this. National Recording Registry, Uh the government of the United States, right? Mm -hmm. It says this. Due to copyright concerns, the Library of Congress and the National Recording Registry is unable to post even sample audios of the registry selection. Really? Nonetheless, some clips can be heard via the following resources. Then it sends you off to the National Jukebox and other different places. Okay. The government, Mm -hmm. who has gone out of its way to hire people to create the National Recording Registry, Mm -hmm. will not pay the streaming fee, will not pay the streaming royalty (laughs) to stream the music for 450 songs. Okay. Less than the music than is on a regular radio station uh-huh. that streams. This radio station, this little tiny radio station right? on this campus in Southeastern Louisiana University mm-hmm. will stream these songs. Mm-hmm. But the United States government Won't will not stream these items. I guess they have to cut somewhere, huh? I don't understand <laughs> this. Why would you not do that? Probably because it's, it's available everywhere else. I mean, you can find it. Yeah, I'm but sure. it's, it's the National Recording Registry, and there's a way to do it so you can't grab it. I mean, we're on the PRX network. This podcast right. is, and I know people. They've e- they've emailed me. I've tried to steal that from PRX so many times. <laughs> it's locked up so tight, you just can't get it. The only way to do it is sort of like put a recording thing in front of it, which gives you a <laughs> lousy recording anyway. Right. It is locked up tight. There is a way to stream it, and this government who wants to preserve these songs mm-hmm. will not let you hear them. And you know, no one's going to go and stream Steely Dan or no one's going to go mm-hmm. and stream what have you. But I would love to hear the LBJ stuff. But here's another thing. I, I want to hear the weird stuff. Right. You're trying to preserve it. Well, how are future generations, once we're dead and gone, how right. are they going to know it exists? I you know? guarantee if you go to the recording registry and there is a place mm-hmm. 
If you go and you say, I want to hear this, like the Nixon tapes we talked about earlier, right. if you go and say, I want to hear them, you can hear them. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a copy. You go sit down with headphones and listen, and then you return them. Right. I'm sure if you went and said, I want to hear these, but who's going to do that? Nobody exactly. does that anymore. I'm going to take a vacation to get right. to do that. I'm going to go to Washington, D.C. I'm going to do this. Make this stream. Right. If you're going to say these are the greatest and most important pieces of audio that must be preserved mm-hmm. for future generations to come. I would love to hear the original recording of Orson Welles. Right. I'd love Stream to hear that. Dream it. Mm-hmm. I know what people are going to say. Oh, who cares? Just go get it on YouTube. I get it. That's insane. But this is the, the government should pay this thing. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> I've spoken my piece. KSCL Shreveport, thank you for running the radio show and my political rants. (laughs) WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania. Back in a minute on the Rock School political show, (laughs) the Barry Gibb talk show (laughs) on Rock School. All right, last break here on Rock School. Just simply running out of time. As of 2014, a few mm-hmm. statistics for you here. Oldest recording on the list, Edward Leon Scott uh, de Martinville's Fontograms is okay. uh, from 1853. What did they record it on? That's like, what I would like to know. I, no idea. That is, I'm trying to remember when the recordings of Edison occurred. Because that was, I, I would just like to know how they recorded it. You have the PhD. I'm yeah, saying. thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the most recent one was from 1999. Remember, it has to be 10 years old to be on here. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Joan Towers' Fanfare for the Uncommon Woman. Uh, okay. Selections vary widely in duration. Rumble by Link Ray is under three minutes. Edison's Talking Doll Cylinder is under 17 seconds. Okay. And Alexander Scurby's Recitation of the King James Bible. 80 hours oh, wow. in length. Not that I'd stream that. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. Okay. If you were going to, and the audience is the same, I know you can't answer me, but in mm-hmm. your own mind, if you were going to submit a piece of music, ah. a piece of audio, mm-hmm. what would you submit? I have two. Okay. I have two, I have and two I, as well. I, I, that, you know, some people might not agree with me, but Pearl Jam 10. To okay. me, that is the greatest album. I love it. I can listen to it over and over. Never get tired of it. Yep. Anything by Led Zeppelin, but even though it's not my favorite, I'd have to say Stairway to Heaven. You wouldn't just put in Zeppelin 4, Sozo? Uh, probably, just but... put in the album? Yeah. Okay, I fair love, enough. I love Led Zeppelin, though. I would put in uh, The Moondog Shows by Alan Freed okay. uh, on either WINS in New York City or on WJW in Cleveland, Ohio, because it is where the term rock and roll was not born, mm-hmm. but where the term rock and roll sort of came into vogue and was attached to this style of music. Oh, that's cool. So The Moondog Shows by Alan Freed. And again, people are going to laugh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Halen won. Yeah, absolutely. It, it reinvented how people play the guitar. And yeah, I know Van Halen just played on Ellen and they just played and, and David Lee Roth can't sing. And <laughs> I get it. It's 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 kind of become a joke anymore. But when they came out, they were the baddest band on the planet. That's yeah. all there was to it. And he, Eddie Van Halen, altered the way the world played. And mm-hmm. it needs to be put in there. So Van Halen won. 
I would put in there. Those are the awesome. two. So that's that. Do it. Go look at the National Recording Registry and dig all the songs that are on there. You'll be impressed and pleased with the music that they have chose. I think you will. Mm-hmm. Chosen to this point. So we'll go with one from 2007 to get us out of here. This is T-Bone Walker. Call it Stormy Monday. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Morning, Greg Wall. That's it. Class is dismissed. <laughs> Thank you.